Superior, Montana is the kind of town where everyone waves from their cars. The streets wind through the mountains, making it look like the set for an 80s coming-of-age movie that your uncle always quotes. It's the kind of place that inspires this deep generational connection. So when what's now the biggest employer here, the hospital, needed new leaders, two friends who met here as kids stepped up. Hey, um, I just tried to call Laurels. Clayton is up here to see. Okay, bye. Stacy's going to come out. That's Stacy Conroe Ververis. Chief Financial Officer for Mineral Community Hospital. I think we convince each other yeah. a lot of times <laughs> that that we can do these jobs that are hard and that we can get through because we have each other. And here's CEO of the hospital, Laurel Chambers. It's definitely working with your best friend has its many advantages. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the two are born and raised in Superior and have been best friends pretty much their whole lives, including when they were students at the University of Montana. Now, they've come home to head operations at the local hospital. They're doing everything they can for their small town. I'm Clayton Murphy, and this is your Cast for the week of February 5th. Superior is pushed right up against low-low national forest and walled in by these massive ponderosa pines. It's a town of about 800 and a little less than an hour from UM. It's about as small town Montana as you can get, practically bleeding Wayland Jennings and Carhartt. Our duo met in kindergarten. From then on, everyone in Superior knew them as just Laurel and Stacy. It was safe, it was secure, it was... And we might have been naive, but it right. was. And it's how it was. We didn't know, the world we didn't know anything bad in was. the world. All our friends were the same. All our teachers were the same. Mm-hmm. Our parents had the same friends mm-hmm. our entire lives. Yeah, they're still friends. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't grand memories of like exciting things happening or anything, but I think that's the beauty in it is there wasn't. You just like traipsed around town. Yeah. And <laughs> rode a bike around town and met at the park. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not, but uh, pretty much everybody swam. I mean, I would mm-hmm. say most summer days, everybody had a pool pass and you swam mm-hmm. at the pool. The two spent a great childhood together and graduated high school in 1994. And the town started changing before their eyes. It was a huge shift in our town of, even just the town in general, I would say from like, you know, you went from every house on 4th Avenue being freshly painted and the lawns mowed and upkept to for sale or, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely just in disarray. Superior was built on the gold rush. It was a real frontiersman town with its share of greed and John Wayne debauchery. Around 1874, Cedar Creek, where they found most of the gold, was picked dry. So people started to look up from the dirt. Superior saw a few ventures, coal, silver, cattle, but it was all soon dwarfed by lumber. The Diamond Match Mill started up in 1953 and employed around 150 people at a time most of whom were superior residents. But in the early 90s, lumber took a hit. Automation replaced the need for mill workers. Companies also started moving operations to states where regulations were a bit more lax. Not only did people work at the mill, but they worked in the logging industry to support the mill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say the bulk of our class, really. So we did lose a lot of, like, of the long-term families families Mm -hmm. that 
had relied on timber dollars. When it came time for college, Laurel and Stacy stayed close to home, just minutes east to the University of Montana. Every day, or if yeah. we were at campus, then we had a break. Then we would meet in the lunch or snack or whatever. You see, yeah, have candy <laughs> just to check, just to check in. Laurel studied athletic training. Stacy went for education, but Stacy never moved. So I traveled back and forth to school. I commuted daily. I had a young daughter, so I just never transitioned to the college life or that, you know, living in the dorms or in Missoula. My parents were out here. My siblings live out here. And so I just never made that move. And for 10 summers, between school and work and families, the two worked for the Superior Forest Service fighting fires. But being part of the fire that we became, there's just a core group of us that have been here for a really long time and you become passionate about saving it because you see the ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. and and you're so committed to making it be successful somehow, some way, because we've saved it a million times over Mm -hmm. that you had to just band together and be like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to outlast anything. The mill was gone. People were filing out to Missoula or anywhere else they could find work, really. Here were Stacy and Laurel, caked in sweat and ash, giving their lives for this town that seemed on its way out. Stacy finished her undergrad, and Laurel continued school to become a physician's assistant. Once again, they both found themselves back home, and Laurel had another mission. With the mill gone, the biggest employer in the town was Mineral Community Hospital, serving all of rural Mineral County. But the hospital had its own struggles. There was a revolving door of CFOs and CEOs and a lot of financial struggles. The two started there mainly because Laurel had an inn and it was right across from where their kids went to school. I finished PA school. I did a lot of my rotations here and they had a nurse practitioner at the time and she left like a couple months before I was done with school and so they asked if I would want to come and work here and so I did. Yeah, and then I was a PA. I've been a PA here for 23 years. Then Stacy joined the hospital's HR team. It was all right for a few years, but the two soon found out how rough things really were for the last big employer in the county. But then we had interim CEO, CFO, and we kept saying, you need people who are like committed to this town, who will stay, who will kind of you know, like be here for the good and the bad and get the hospital through to be leadership's long term. Because we, we've had a ton, I don't even know in my career here, but probably more more administrators or CEOs than we have doctors. You know, like it's been a, like a revolving door. And so they, you know, were like, you need stability, you need longevity. And at first we were both like, okay, okay, we'll think of some people that could do that job. We'll, we'll think of it. Well, for whatever reason, that never panned out. And so then Stacy kind of was like, you know, I think I'm going to do it and you should, you should do Suck it. Then she was like, come on, you have to. And ultimately she was like, so, okay, so if you don't do it and it goes back to the way it was before, are you okay with that? And, you know, like it was miserable as mm-hmm. working here and being a provider here under that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. So then we agreed to do it kind of together because we could do it together as a team. And I think in general, people are supportive of having local leadership and having people that are in our community doing it. But the hospital has been struggling since Superior started to empty out. In 2015, before Laurel and Stacy were running things, the 
hospital applied for an almost million-dollar levy to help pay employees and pay off a $500,000 loan due December of that year. The loan was taken out to pay for electronic medical records, an upgrade that the hospital was required to make by the federal government. But superior residents showed out, and the vote passed by a huge margin. Because our hospital had struggled financially, you are pretty passionate about saving it because you've been through it so many times that it's terrible. And there was the same, you know, the same core group of us that are like, here we go again. We're back at no money, and then you scramble. And so you're very much more indebted to it than if it was just financially solvent all the time. I think you become, like, you are more tied to its success because you've lived and breathed through it. Definitely. I think, you know, once we were able to move past yeah. past that point, we don't want to go back. I mean, yeah. it was miserable. I think several times throughout our time here, there's been levies had to be ran to keep the hospital afloat, and people always yeah. have. It's always passed. It's, it's always been supportive. Um, thankfully, you know, we hope we don't ever have to do that, but you never know in the tumultuous times. But I think um, people have always been, in general, supportive of the hospital here. Laurel and Stacy really just need things to stay consistent in Merrill County. There aren't many opportunities for growth, especially with Missoula drawing so many people in. The Mineral County Clerk's Office says 5% of land in the county is private, most of which is already developed. But they say that's not much of a worry, and it's actually pretty appealing to them. I don't think the whole culture of this area will change. It won't become a suburb of Missoula. It's just superior. That's totally, it's hard to explain it. I will say that my husband is, is very good at telling me during some of the worst times, you know, this is our town. People come in and run it and run it into the ground. But he would say, this is your hospital. This is your town, like your home. And it's, I mean, the benefits we have now are that um, our sons are very good friends. Yeah, the, the cycle just continues, I guess. Laurel had this picture of a young man holding a fish on her desk who I assumed was her son. Turns out it's Stacy's. That's his joke to put in here to say he's the favorite at work, you know. Of, yeah. <laughs> he's the favorite. <laughs> he's going to really love that you noticed that. He's going to really love that. <laughs> in other news, learn how a new student group is advocating for students with disabilities. For more information about any of these topics and more, Pick up a copy of the Montana Kaiman this Thursday, or head to our website at www.montanakaiman.com. For this week's Kaiman Cast, I'm Clayton Murphy. Thanks for listening.